Let's welcome our online audience today, wherever you're watching. We're so glad that you have tuned in. We're so glad that you are watching today. If you're ever in our area, we stop and just ask you to stop in and be our guest. We'd love to meet you, send you home with some free gifts. It's one thing to watch online, but it's on a whole nother level to be in the house. So we invite you to be our guest. Today, I'm going to talk to you about Believe the Best. How many are ready for vacation? Anybody ready for vacation? How many, how many have already got the summer date circled of your vacation? How many has got a timer already on your clock or you're marking off the days? You can't wait for summer vacation. How many are ready for school to be out? How many are ready for that vacation? Yeah, we're, we're ready. We're gearing up as we get close to the month of May now. We know that vacation's just around the corner and we start gearing up. I remember when my wife and I first got married that as we went on vacations that I realized that we were not equally yoked. Just to be honest, Sheila, her idea of vacation was to go uh, sleep in because she's like, I got to, I'm on vacation, I ain't in a hurry. I'm gonna sleep in, I'm gonna get up, I'm gonna have some coffee, sit down on the deck, we're gonna enjoy the view, gonna go down to the ocean, sit down in the ocean, and I'm gonna be there just about all day, then I'll come in, spend five hours getting ready, and then we'll go out that night and get something to eat. That's her idea of vacation. Now, my idea is this. I'll, I'll get up and I'll go work out. and I'll go down to the beach with you. But after about an hour, hour and a half, I'm ready to go do something, you know. So I'm ready to get out. Let's go explore. Let's see what this place has to offer. Let's go check out all the sites. Let's see all the things we can't see. And, you know, so we learned quickly that, you know, on vacation, she does her thing. I do my thing. Honestly, can I tell you, when, when the kids were really young, we would go out and we'd do vacation. And you, try to, you ever try to take five kids on a vacation? Anybody here? Raise your hand. God bless you. Oh, my Lord. We, we'd take five young kids on vacation, and I needed a vacation from my vacation. <laughs> Wore me out. I was like, honey, this ain't no vacation. I got to come back, be mentally ready. You know, so I said, how about next year I take the boys and we go just do something. You take the girls and you go do something. And I took the boys and we go do boy things. You know, we went out and we, we watched baseball games. We went to professional stadiums. We toured the stadiums. We went to the sports museums. We went to midnight showings of movies and ate pancakes at 2.30 in the morning. Uh, uh, uh. Drank Slurpees for breakfast. We were great. It's great life. We loved it. We did all the man things we want to do. The girls would go and hang out at the pool and go shopping and, you know, get the nails done. You know, all those things. They do all those things that they love to do. And it was such an easier way to do it. You know, if we're not careful, my wife and I could have chosen to believe the worst. I could have chosen when she doesn't really love me or she would do the things that I love to do. Or she could say, if he really loved me, he wouldn't run off and go see all those sites. He would stay here right next to me on the beach and just enjoy my company. Because how many know she's great to be company with? Yeah. So she wanted me to stay right there. We could have believed that. We could have believed the worst and assumed the worst. She doesn't want to love me. She doesn't get me. She doesn't want to be with me. But instead, over the years, we have learned to choose to believe the best. 
And I believe the best that, you know what? I'm not offended if she wants to go sit at the beach all day and don't go with me. That's okay. I know she needs to do her and she needs to refresh and she needs to do her thing. So I'm not offended because she doesn't choose to go with me. And on the same aspect, she doesn't get offended if I choose to get up and go do something. She's okay with it. Let me have my beach time. Um, Hallelujah. Me and the sun today. Both of them right here. The Holy Spirit. All right, there you go. And so we would be there. And so we chose to believe the best in each other. You know, if you're going to have a successful marriage, you got to choose to believe the best in each other. You you can't always assume the worst. You got to choose to see the best. You have a choice to believe the best about people. You have the choice to believe the best. And don't fall into the trap of always assuming the worst. There is power in believing the best about others. It's powerful. It's a powerful thing when you start believing the best. Destiny Church, can I tell you, over my years of ministry, over my years of being married and as an adult, uh, God has really taught me this point and it has really radically changed my life when I learned not to always assume the worst in people, but to always assume the best. Do you get burned? Yes, occasionally you get burned. But I can tell you that when we assume the best in people, it lifts the burden of worry off of your own mind. It lifts the burden of what could happen to go wrong. And I just say, God, I'm going to believe you, and I'm going to be believe the best for them, and I'm going to believe the best out of them. And it changes a mindset. It, it sets people free. See, when you choose, look at this, when you choose to believe the best in others, you tend to bring out the best in others. When you choose to believe the best in somebody, you tend to bring out the best in somebody. I've seen it over and over again. It happens when we choose to believe the best about others. But this is the opposite way the world wants you to believe. This is the opposite way that the world wants you to react. We live in a cancel culture first society. And this is not of God. And I've seen it rise up not only in society, now it's trying to creep its way into the church. At church today, we got to stand and say, as for me and my house, God chose to believe the best in me. I'm going to choose to believe the best in others. I'm going to choose to believe the best. The problem with cancel culture is this. It comes for all of us eventually. It will come for every one of us. We've all had our issues. We've all made our mistakes. And when people start going back, looking at people's yearbooks from 30 years ago, and say, when you were 16 years old, you made this mistake. Who who didn't make mistakes at 16 years old? Every one of us did. But we're quick to assume the worst in everybody. We're quick to, listen, there's only one person who was perfect. His name was Jesus. They crucified him. They tried to cancel him out, but even he rose on the third day. Come on now. (laughs) They tried to cancel culture, tried to cancel Jesus out, but he got up out of that grave. And today I want you to know that Jesus wants no part of cancel culture. He wants you to believe the best in people. He wants you to treat people like the best is still yet to come. He wants you to live your life like the best is still yet to come. He wants you to lift the lid off of your life that the best is still to come in him. Look at Matthew 7, 2. In the same way you judge others, you will be judged 
and with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. Everybody say, ouch, that hurts, doesn't it? That hurts when we read that because we realize we're, we're guilty of judging other people too fast. And so as a mature believer, your goal should be not to judge quickly, but to expect the best out of people. Expect that they can change. Expect that they will change. Expect that their best days are ahead of them. We need the church, look at this statement, we need the church to rise up and use grace culture over cancel culture. Can I get an amen in the house, amen? The church should be using grace culture and we should not be using cancel culture. So, so how do we move and believe God's best? Uh, before you can believe in others, number one, write this down, you gotta believe the best about yourself. You gotta believe the best about yourself. When you were kids, you had no problem believing the best about yourself. When we were kids, we could be and become anything we wanted to be. When we were kids, we were going to be anything. We were going to do anything. We, our mind could dream it. We thought it out and we were going to do it. But over the years, as people get close to us, as people start speaking negative things into our life, as people hurt you, as you fail, as you have disappointment, life slowly boxes in on you and is setting limits on your dreams, on your visions, who God has called you to be. Life has come in and stole that joy and stole that dream away from you today. But I'm here to tell you who the sun sets free is free indeed. And Jesus is wanting you to dream again. Jesus is wanting you to think out of the box. He's wanting you to realize you can do anything, all things through him. As we get older, we tend to doubt. As we get, as an adult, we tend to doubt. We expect the worst. We believe the worst. And that's just the opposite of what God wants us to live our life. But as a child of God, as a child of God, God wants you to believe so much more for your life. God wants you to believe everything the Bible says about you. God wants you to believe everything that he has spoken over your life. He wants you to believe that curses, generational curses are broken through the power of the cross. He wants you to believe that you can do anything. All things are possible to those who believe. He believes that greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. By faith, all things can happen according to the word of the Lord. We will never outgrow the limits we have set in our mind. Scripture says it in Proverbs 23, 7, as a man thinks, look what it says, as a man thinks in his mind, in his heart, so is he. You will never outgrow the limits you have set in your mind. And some of you have already set some pretty low limits. I will never love again. I will never find anybody that's going to love me. I'll never get a better job. I'll never get a raise. I'll never get a job that's why I'm happy yet. I'll never. And we have all these nevers and limits we continue to set in our mind. They're not of God. They're not of God. God wants you to raise the bar. What would happen tomorrow if you went into work treating your Monday like it was a Friday? Come on now. How many know Mondays are different than Fridays? 
You walk in the door on Monday and people are like, rah, 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 it's Monday. It's gonna be a long, hard week. It's gonna go through this again. We're gonna have this problem. We're gonna face this issue. But on Friday, everybody's like, whoa, it's the weekend. This is the last day if I get a couple of days off. It's like, why? You're, you go in thinking differently about Friday than you do Monday. What could happen if you went in tomorrow and treated Monday like it was Friday? What happened if you went in with a smile on your face thinking, this is going to be a good week. This is going to be a productive week. We're going to raise the bar on production. We're going to have a great week. We're going to do great things. I'm going to share a lot of joy this week. I'm going to enjoy my job this week. I'm going to enjoy people this week. What would happen if you went in with a different mindset? Romans 3.22, look what it says. We are made right with God by placing our faith in Jesus Christ. And this is true for some people who believe, right? No. What's to say? This is true for everyone. Let's say it together. This is true for everyone who believes. No matter who you are. No matter who you are, if you believe that Jesus Christ died on the cross for your sins and you have surrendered your life to him, the Bible says that he has made you right with God. Let me make it very clear to you. He has made you right with God. Some of you are setting limits because you're living a victim to your past. You've made past mistakes. You got past regrets. You're carrying big, heavy luggage and baggage around and your past mistakes. And it's never going to get better. I'm never going to get past this mistake. I'm never going to be thought of. I'll never achieve this. I'll never do that. Yeah, you are right. You're right. And the person that gets up and says, you know what? I have been forgiven of God. My past has been redeemed. I'm moving forward in God and my best days are still ahead of me. You're both right. Because as a man thinks in his heart, so shall it be. God is not setting limits on you. God is not setting limits on your past. He says, I have redeemed your past. I have made you right. Now we can walk forward knowing that God has redeemed me and my best days are still ahead of me. Stop allowing the devil, stop allowing yourself to sabotage your mindset that things will never get better. Let me tell you, it's possible. Listen to me. It is possible to believe in Jesus and not believe in what Jesus says about you. Yeah, isn't that true? It's possible for us to believe in Jesus and not believe in what Jesus says about me. Jesus says, I am forgiven. Jesus says, my sins have been washed away. Jesus says this, that all things are possible through Jesus Christ. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. All this tons of information that tell me all the good things that God wants to bless me, that I'm the head and not the tail, that I am highly favored of the Lord, that I am the apple of God's eye, that I am highly favored and God wants the best for me. All these things he says about me, and if I don't believe them, I'm not gonna walk in them. I'm lowering the bar. Some of you put the bar so low. My life. You peaked in high school. Come on now, Uncle Rico. Do not peak in high school. 
High school was not your best days. College was not your best days. If you belong to Jesus, my best days are still ahead of me. My best days are still before me. Why? Because he wants the best for me. He wants. God chooses to believe that about me. I've got to choose to believe it about myself. See, our life is full of choices. It is. Hear me today, believers. Our life is full of choices. You can choose to believe the negative or the positive. Let's take for an example, if you believe you went in for a job and job interview and you didn't get the job or maybe you broke up with somebody who rejected you, your life is full of choices. You have the negative impact. Immediately some people, when that happens to them, they automatically go to a negative mindset. They believe the permanent thing. This is, a, this is a permanent thing. They will never hire me. I didn't get the job. They'll never hire me. They broke up with me. I'll never be. No one's ever, ever going to love me. I'll never be good enough. Pervasive thinking. You go into pervasive thinking from they will never hire me to, you know what? If I'm being honest, they didn't hire me. and Nobody else is going to hire me. Nobody else is going to love me. Nobody else is going to like me. And then we take a personal negative, you know. They don't like me because I'm just not good enough. They didn't choose me or hire me because I'm just not good enough. They didn't choose to be with me long term because I'm just not valued enough. I'm just not pretty enough. I'm just, I'm just not good enough. That's the way the negative, you have to choose. I can't go right there. Some of you run right to those thoughts self-sabotaging yourself as soon as something happens you go right there or you can spin it around for the positive you got to learn it's your choice you can choose the positive things things are changeable I didn't get the job this time but maybe next time maybe next time I, I get the job I didn't I didn't find true love this time but maybe next time I, I find true love in the future it's waiting on me go to specific things you know well you know what they didn't hire me but you know what Somebody else will. They didn't love me, but somebody else will. Come on now. You got, you got to think about it. I wasn't the right fit for there, so somebody else will. Then situational. Situational. Uh, there must be looking for something I didn't offer. They must be looking for some skills that I didn't have. But it doesn't mean I'm not a value. They're just looking for something different. And there's somebody else. You see, as Christians, we got to learn this, that while I'm waiting on my door to open, doesn't mean I sit around and believe the negative. If this door closes and I believe, God, you've got a better door waiting for me in the future. I got to believe that. Faith requires me to believe that God's in control. And if it's not the right person, he's got even a better person waiting on me. If I don't get the right job, he's got even a better job. If I didn't get the right thing happen, he's got a better answer waiting on me in the future. I've just got to trust him by faith and believe the best is still yet to come. Don't allow the enemy to come in and tell you, well, <laughs> you're not loved. Nobody can love you. Someone's spoken that over your life. Someone who is close to you spoke negative, and you'll never be loved. You'll never accomplish anything. You'll never amount to anything. No one in our family's ever done that. No one in our family's ever achieved that. Nobody from our family's ever graduated college. Nobody from our family's ever made money. Nobody from our family's ever had a happy marriage. Nobody from our family's ever done this or that. Nobody in our family's ever been successful in ministry. All these things, the enemy wants to come and fill your mind and heart. 
And it's up to you to be the guardian of your mind and heart and say, no, 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 no. I'm going to choose to believe the best. God has already spoken over my life. God's already spoken. God's already broke the curse over my life. Through the power of sin and through the power of the cross, God has already canceled out my future and has put me on a new road. He's already canceled out that generational curse and he's allowing me to walk down a new road. You got to choose to believe. Lift it up. Lift it up. See, the negative mindset says, I've sinned. I've blown it. Nobody will ever trust me. No one will ever believe in me again. I'm never going to get past this big mistake in my life. But the positive says, God has forgiven and redeemed me. I can now move forward by his grace. And God's going to take a bad thing and turn it around for good when I put my trust in the Lord. Amen. Someone get got a hand clap for that. Amen. Look at Romans 9, 25 says, as he says in Hosea, that God will call them my people who are not my people. And I will call her my loved one who is not my loved one. And in the very place where it was said to them, you are not my people there, they will be called children of the living God. Let me put it in plain English. You matter to God. You are somebody to God. He took people who were in sin as you and I. He sent his son to die in our place that now we can walk called children of God favored of God, loved of God, called of God. God wants to do something big in your life. God wants to do something more in your life. Stop limiting your life. He says, you are my people. You're my peeps. Come on now. How many know? Isn't it amazing when the Bible says, God says, you're my peeps. I love you. I choose to love you. And on this day, I call you my children. I call you my beloved. I am being married to you through the blood of the lamb. I'm now entering into a marriage with you. And I'm going to assume the best about you. You're children of God. God's got a call upon your life. You are not. Hear me today. You are not a nobody, but you are a somebody because God has spoken over you. You are a somebody because he died for you. You are a somebody because he loves you. You are a somebody because he believes in you. You are a somebody because he wants to bless you. He wants to bless you when you come and when you go. He wants to take every place you walk your feet. He wants to bless that ground for you. You've got to see it. You've got to believe it. You've got to know it. And you've got to reject anything else that tries to trap you in a box. It's time for you to leave that negative mindset. It's time for you to leave that trap of the past. It's time for you to leave that and say, God sees me. Before I can help anybody else, I got to believe what God says about me. Before I can do anything else in ministry, I got to believe that God wants to use me. Before I can have a great marriage, I got to believe God can change my heart in this marriage. I can believe that God's going to change my spouse as well. The issue, most of the time, isn't somebody else. It's the man in the mirror. It's the woman in the mirror, right? Before I can change anybody else, i got to change my self. That's counseling 101. Didn't cost you a dime this morning. 
before I can change, before I can see anybody else change, I've got to change myself. Stop looking at everybody else to change and say, I've got to change. I got to quit having self-defeated thoughts that the enemy's always trying to press me down. I got to stop believing that my past is not forgiven. I got to stop believing that I can never get beyond this mistake or this hurt or this abuse. I'll never get beyond what my family did. I'll never get beyond what happened here. Yes, you will. Through the power of God working in your life, he wants to call you out to a new family. He wants to call you out to a new lineage. He wants to call you out to a new future. The best is for you. God wants the best for you. God wants the best for you. Turn to somebody, tell somebody, you are somebody. Come on, turn to somebody and say, you are somebody. Now turn to the other person, you are somebody also. You are somebody. You are somebody. Somebody needs to hear that today. You are somebody. You've had too many people too long speaking negative things in your mind. You've had too many people too long telling you lies from the enemy. Either they were messengers of the enemy where they were hurt themselves, hurt people, hurt people. I'm telling you. But you got to rise above that because of what God has done in your life. You can break free from every chain that's holding you down. And God wants you to dream again. God wants you to be in ministry. God wants you to love people. God wants you to go out and be successful. He has things. He wants to bless your life. It's never going to get better. You're right. As long as you have that attitude, it will not get better. But when you go in thinking, you know what? It's going to get better. All right. Tomorrow, my job is going to improve this week. I'm going to get along better with my boss this week. I'm going to have a better week of production this week. I'm going to see myself out. I want to have a production that leads me to promotion. I'm going to work so hard, they're going to notice me and have to promote me because I am favored of the Lord. You got to rebuke. Listen, I rebuke this in your life, self-destruction. Matter of fact, right now, I want to pray. If you're here today, say, Pastor, you're, you're preaching right to me. I've got I've to get past the self-destruction attitude. Stand up right now. I'm going to pray for you. Come on, stand up across the room today. You say, I need prayer right now. I'm ready for God to help me break past this mindset of my life, past this trap in my mind. I'm ready today. Pastor, I'm ready today to break through. I'm ready today to break free from this. Come on, raise your hand right now. I'm going to pray for you. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Right now, Father, I thank you. Who the Son sets free is free indeed. And God, we are no longer held to past mistakes. We are no longer a victim of things in our past. And today, I call out a new day and call out into people's lives right now that God, you are doing a new season. That right now, we will get up and we'll see ourselves the way you see us. Forgiven, redeemed, empowered, highly favored of the Lord, children of the Most High God, who has chosen me this day, who loves me this day. And I rebuke any self-defeating spirit in Jesus' name. And I praise freedom right now in your mind, in your heart, right now in Jesus' name. Be made free in Jesus' name. I rebuke the enemy. Be made free in the name of Jesus. Come on, stand up on your feet. Let's just stand up on your feet. Let's worship him. Come on, say, I'm free today. I'm free today. Come on, declare it in your heart.